Hello everyone, welcome to the Natural Birth Talk. Today I am being interviewed about natural birth and some great ways to achieve that. So this episode is just a little unique, but here's a sneak peek, so stick around. So in the case of birth, in the case of labor, those intense sensations are good. That is how you birth your baby. And that's not suffering. That's powerful and it's strong. And But you have to be in the mindset ahead of time to really be able to think of it that way during the birth. Hi, I'm Rachel Manns, owner of The Natural Birth Site and this podcast, The Natural Birth Talk. Here, you'll learn all about different natural aspects of birth, pregnancy, and postpartum. Remember, none of this information should take the place of a care provider and is not medical advice. Birth is not a medical emergency. Thanks for listening. All right. Hello, everyone. It's Dr. Brooke Kalisiak from Legacy Physical Therapy. Today, we are going to be talking about all things natural birth, and I'm so excited. I am here with Rachel Manns of the Natural Birth Site. She's a doula that's here locally in the St. Louis area and the creator of the Natural Birth Site. And so, Rachel, I'm going to let you introduce yourself a bit. Sure. Hey guys, thanks for listening in. I'm Rachel Manns, so I'm a birth doula in the area. I'm a spinning babies parent educator as well, a certified spinning babies parent educator, and I do um, natural childbirth education. And so then my natural childbirth education course led me into doing the natural birth site, which is my new project. We have a podcast and a YouTube channel, and I'm working very hard to try and get that website up. We're like eight months behind, flying by the seat of my pants, but it's it's going to get up eventually. So <laughs> I appreciate you having me here, Brooke. No, I'm so glad you could come on. You've already been, even though the website's not up, you have already been flooding the, the area with all sorts of good information, interviewing other birth workers and just really trying to get the word out there about yep. natural birth. So it's one of the things we, we hear that term kind of just thrown out there, natural mm-hmm. birth. So mm-hmm. how would you define it? What is it? Um, well, I like to talk about natural birth, like physiological birth, which is basically um, trusting the mom and baby and the whole birth process to work together on its own terms, its own way. Um, you know, we don't, have to know exactly what step our turn our birthing is going to take. We just trust the whole process and we trust that it's all going to work together the way our bodies were made to do it. So you don't need, you know, medical intervention or anything like that the large majority of the time. I would couldn't agree with you more. You know, honestly, we've we've been around for millennia. I think our bodies kind of know <laughs> how to do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I like to say um, that moms give birth in huts every day. <laughs> Yes, yes, we do. Uh, so, yeah, rise to so, the challenge or be inspired, however you need to look at it, but we can do yes, this. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. But even though we are designed to do it, I'm sure there mm-hmm. are some things that we can do to better prepare our body for birth. So what are some recommendations that you would give someone who is pregnant or trying to get pregnant to help yeah. prepare their body for birth? That is such a good question, especially in our society where women, we sit a lot. We're not doing the things that we used to do, like gardening and, and things like that, um, that were more physical. That kind of stuff used to just help our bodies on its own. Um, massage used to be a a part of pregnancy and birth that was like heavily intricate. Uh, he- I don't know what the word is. Heavily like part of the process. And that was in in traditional cultures that's still common, but in our American industrialized culture, we sit and we don't move the way we used to, and we don't have, you know, massage and things like that. So 
we really can help to prepare our bodies. Before you're pregnant, I mean, it's awesome to start working on nutrition, proper nutrition and things like that. Um, It's great to make sure you're nice and fit. And as you know, Brooke, fit doesn't mean that everything's nice and tight. Um, Especially when it comes to your pelvic floor, it means, um, I like to say, it needs to be strong but supple. Yes. Um, I love that phrase. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, working on your pelvic floor is a great place to start because it really affects the way the baby is positioned in the womb. It really affects pushing and things like that. Mm -hmm. Then we have other exercises like, uh, well, spinning babies has their three balances that they recommend moms do. So that includes a side lying release, a forward leaning inversion and the jiggle. And so we're called the jiggle. I know the jiggle. Um, I was so hesitant about that exercise when it first came out. And then I was able to practice it and had someone practice on me and realized it's amazing. Um, So and that one's awesome because it's addressing your fascia, which, you know, that's a term that not everyone's familiar with, but it's all that connective tissue in your body. Mm -hmm. So, you know, addressing the pelvic floor, addressing the fascia, addressing all of your muscles as well through massage and a lot of those exercises, um, addressing your nervous system and your, your spine and everything through Webster certified chiropractic care is another awesome step. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there are other little things, you know, proper exercise. So, you know, the mom's made strong group is great for that. Uh, prenatal yoga is great. Uh, Maya abdominal massage and things like that. I could, I could probably keep going, but. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. And going back to what you had said in the beginning here about the pelvic floor being to be Mm -hmm. needing to be strong and supple. We can't tell you how many patients who we see during their pregnancy come in thinking that their pelvic floor is what's going to push the baby out. And it's like, Oh no, 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 no. Like that actually just needs to relax and stretch out. Like, yep, it will help guide your baby. Comes from (laughs) right. Yeah, it will help guide your baby, but your uterus and those muscles get to do the pushing. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, what are some other things that a woman might experience in her pregnancy that will affect her birth? Oh goodness, that's kind of a loaded question. (laughs) But I mean, things like you know, if you have been in a car accident or you are during your pregnancy, that can really throw off your body. So you really need to address um, the muscles and fascia and things like that. And, and even your, you know, uh, like bone structure, you know, ligaments and everything you want to address all of that. If something like that, or if you fell, that would be huge. Um, Any sort of mental trauma as well can affect your birth. Uh, Your mindset really plays a huge role role in your labor and your birth and the whole thing. So any sort of physical or mental trauma can really affect a birth. We'll, we'll stick with that. (laughs) Yes, that's so true. Well, what if someone is experiencing kind of maybe some physical discomforts either Mm -hmm. during pregnancy or, you know, and this may be two separate topics, physical discomfort during pregnancy and or during the birth itself. What are some good kind of comfort measures that women can do to kind of help ease that? Again, very loaded question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can start with pregnancy. So that goes, that kind of goes back to all of that preparing your body for pregnancy stuff I already said. So, you know, if you're feeling physical discomfort, you don't have to be uncomfortable just because Mm -hmm. you're pregnant. There Mm -hmm. are some things that are more common during pregnancy, But if you are addressing your nutrition, if you're addressing your skeletal structure, your muscular structure, the fascia, you know, 
from head to toe too. It's not just the stuff around the belly. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, everything ties into your pelvic floor in a sense, um, in some way or another. So addressing a lot of that, um, an example might be pubic bone pain. I, I had a lot of pubic bone pain with this last one, which is probably a sign that I need to go see a pelvic floor therapist, but (laughs) working on it. Um, but I was able to do some pelvic floor exercises from home. Luckily, I have like a little bit of training in that. Um, and so I was able to do a few exercises from home that helped with the pubic bone pain. Wonderful. Um, and then during pregnancy, yes. Uh, or I mean, sorry, then during birth, uh, well, a chiropractic adjustment during birth is always a great idea, especially if you're having a long labor, um, mm-hmm. like during the labor itself. Things like hip squeezes, sacral counterpressure, um, essential oils, just positive words of affirmation, which is huge. That goes back into the mi- mindset thing I talked about. Um, yeah. And then position change, obviously. Like if you can, you know, if you are able to change positions, which is hard to do with an epidural. So, you know, one more reason to go natural, but pos- position changes and using gravity can make a huge difference in a labor and your comfort. Um, but not just your comfort, like in the speed of things and your your body's ability to birth a baby, no matter what their size is. <laughs> I had to add that in, okay? Because big baby is not a reason <laughs> for anything. Correct. I've seen some very little women birth some very big babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, I mean, I'm like five feet tall and, you know, 90 to 100 pounds. And my my youngest was eight three, which right. isn't huge, but for... How little I am. A lot of people were surprised about that. Now you've commented on mindset and mental aspects a lot already in our conversation. And so tell me a little bit more about how mindset and knowledge and that plays into a a woman's birth. Sure. Well, there's a lot I could say about that too. I got to try to be concise. That may not be my strong suit. Um. (laughs) It's all good information. So Labor is largely a mind game. I tell people that, you know, it's remembering that not all pain is bad and that pain does not equal suffering or does not always equal suffering. So in the case of birth, in the case of labor, those intense sensations are good. That is how you birth your baby. And that's not suffering. That's powerful and it's strong. And you, But you have to be in the mindset ahead of time to really be able to think of it that way during mm-hmm. the birth. So that's huge. Um, just remembering that your body was made to do this and that for the large majority of moms, especially low risk moms, you don't need help to birth a baby. Um, I'm not saying don't have a care provider there, but have a care <laughs> provider, but, um, but your body knows how to do it. So it's just really trusting that it's trusting your instincts and learning the difference between fear and instinct is a huge thing I like to talk about because we do have maternal instinct. Our culture mm-hmm. doesn't like to to support that a whole lot or doesn't like to recognize that, but you do have those. And then the hormonal progression of labor ties into that as well, because if you, let's see where to start. (laughs) Oxytocin is the hormone you need to have contractions. Oxytocin helps to release endorphins, which if anyone has seen Legally Blonde, they know it's your happy hormone. (laughs) (laughs) So oxytocin helps release endorphins. Uh, let's see. Melatonin, the sleep hormone or the hormone that pumps when the lights are nice and dim. And when you're feeling very comfortable and relaxed, that encourages oxytocin. So that encourages your labor hormone. Mm-hmm. And then there's more hormones going on, but then adrenaline, 
which is might happen if you're shocked or surprised or a care provider walks in and flips on all the lights and startles you, that turns off oxytocin and counteracts it. Okay. So that plays into the mind body connection in the sense that if you are startled, if you are feeling uncomfortable, if you are feeling anxious, that all may affect the hormonal progression of labor. It can slow down your labor. It can, I've seen it put a stop to labors. Fascinating. So hopefully that was all understandable, but (laughs) You can see, you can see though, how the mind body connection plays a role on multiple levels throughout birth. Mm -hmm. Nice. So what would you say then, like if someone is in labor and that, what are some of the things that they can do to kind of, you talked about what might bring them out of it, but what, what can they be doing to, to help promote that continued release of oxytocin and everything kind of having that good flow of the right hormones going and during labor? (laughs) Hey everyone, Rachel Manns here, and today I have something I'm thrilled to share with you guys. Imagine having a treasure trove of informative, entertaining, and empowering video content about the journey to parenthood right at your fingertips. That's exactly what you get with Informed Pregnancy Plus. For less than 25 cents a day, that's a quarter, guys, you'll gain access to a vast subscription library filled with documentary films, web series, mind and body fitness programs, workshops, and courses covering fertility to parenting and everything in between. Designed for new and expectant parents, as well as pregnancy and birth professionals, Informed Pregnancy Plus is like having a trusted BFF and doctor in one, guiding you through every step of the path to and through parenthood. A few of just my favorite titles are obviously The Business of Being Born, Empowered Mama, Belly Dance for Birth, How Fun Is That?, Ease into Sleep, The Afterbirth Plan, and The Core Connection, an extremely well-presented and informative workshop teaching you about your core and pelvic floor and how to keep them healthy. And here's the best part. For a limited time, you can gain full access absolutely free. Just visit informedpregnancy.tv to sign up. Sign up for Informed Pregnancy Plus right now. I'm not kidding, guys. It's really going to help you out. It's my prescription for your informed and empowered parenting journey, all from the comfort of your home. Visit informedpregnancy.tv. That's informedpregnancy.tv, and the link will be in the description below. Now back to the show. Um, Well, the first thing is making sure you have a care provider that you're truly comfortable with and that you know um, is on the same page as you. So just because your care provider is nice doesn't mean that they're on the same page as you. It doesn't mean that they're good at natural birth. So you want to make sure that you find someone that is known for being supportive of natural birth and known for being low intervention unless it's necessary. Mm-hmm. So that's the first place to kind of start, because if you have someone who is trying to intervene constantly and you're having to constantly say no, then that's that's going to pull you out of that good hormone flow because you risk that adrenaline kicking in. But if you're comfortable and everyone's on the same page, then your oxytocin is going to be able to keep flowing. Uh, having a really good support partner. So really, I, I kind of recommend two support people because the husband, the partner, the the wife, boyfriend, whatever, um, they can only do so much. 
they are there and they want to be a part of the process and this is their baby too. So you kind of need another person to give them a break when they need it, to be a slightly more, um, what is it? Objective, subjective, like, you know, looking at it from the outside. Um, So you want, you want a, a good support person there who's also going to understand kind of what's going on. So you don't have to stress about it. So that's wow. going to help keep you in a good space in a good. Um, so like a poor, a person like that might be a doula. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah, <laughs> that helps to keep you in a good headspace and then dimming the lights. I have little battery powered candles that I use for ambiance because it, it, brings that quiet, that calmness, that relaxation that helps Mm -hmm. melatonin to flow, which helps oxytocin to flow, you know, feeling supported, feeling safe, feeling comfortable, all play a role as comfortable as you can during birth, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And so I want to actually have you take a moment to talk a little bit more about being a doula and how you can kind of support, talk about how a doula can help in that role with people. So doulas, our our first job is to support the mom no matter what. Our job is to, then next I would say is to, or maybe tied with first, is to provide education. So we want you to know all of your choices, not just the choices your care provider is comfortable with, or not just the choices the hospital is comfortable with. We want you to know all of the potential benefits and risks of something, not just the ones that are most common or not just the ones that the nurse told you about. We want to help teach you to trust your body and to trust the process. And doulas are not just for natural birth. I have had several clients who had an epidural and I had one who had a cesarean who chose that and I was still able to be there and support her. So you know, but we still want to give you that education and we still want to make sure that your wishes are respected, that your rights are respected. So that's our number one priority. And then it's, it's helping the birth partner to know how to support you best. It's helping, um, helping you to know what to do postpartum. It's helping you to feel confident to stick to your birthing philosophy. I call it a birth philosophy, not a birth plan because you can't plan birth. Um, So true. And it's yeah, I know. And it's it's just being that constant support who's there to talk you through things, provide evidence-based information, and just help with all the comfort measures and yeah. and suggestions and position changes and things like that. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing very concisely what doulas do. Cause I think <laughs> I, I know I get questions at our pelvic physical therapy practice a lot about like from people who are like, I've heard about doulas and I feel like I should hire one, but I don't really know. I feel like it's the same yeah. kind of questions that we get for people asking about pelvic physical therapy. They're like, I heard I should probably do this, but I don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. So that, that's a great explanation of the wonderful benefit that you guys add to a woman's birth experience. So thank great. you. And- <laughs> yeah. And, and- no, go ahead. Okay. Studies have shown that having a doula reduces the risk of cesarean. It reduces um, intervention use in a positive way. It reduces labor length a lot of the time, the length of your labor, and it increases maternal satisfaction with their birth. And so it helps to decrease decrease trauma and things like that as well. Wonderful. Yes. Highly, highly recommend. Thank you. <laughs> when you were talking about how a doula supports, you talked about, you started to hint on the postpartum side of things. So tell yes. me a little bit more about how 
a woman's birth experience goes, how that's going to affect their postpartum period? That is a good question. So let's see where to start. In my experience, and statistically speaking, moms who don't have pain relief during birth actually tend to recover better and easier and feel better in the postpartum period. And it has to do with the way, especially an epidural, can interfere with your hormone progression, the way Pitocin can shut off your endorphin production. And I won't go into all of that right now as badly as I want to. Um, But, you know, so the lower intervention births have an increased maternal satisfaction, and then they help moms tend to recover better from those two. So that's a huge thing that I like to teach, you know, that it really does affect your postpartum as well. It kind of is what your postpartum is like, like the starting point of your postpartum is -hmm. during birth. And then, you know, not having an epidural reduces tearing. So recovery during postpartum is easier than um, I'm kind of forgetting the original question, but uh, I don't even totally remember what it was, but I know it's about postpartum. So um, you're good. You're going on just more. How does what how does your birth experience affect your postpartum recovery? Okay, so you're you're on it. (laughs) I'm getting there. Yeah. So um, having the support of a doula then increase or decreases the trauma in a birth. Now we can't prevent everything, but we can help to decrease trauma. So then mental recovery is better postpartum, you know, so that's just some of the ways your birthing plays a role. Natural births, you tend to have less tearing on the perineum because you can feel things a little bit better. So recovery there is a little bit easier, mm-hmm. but it really has a lot to do with that, that the hormones being able to do their their thing during birth, and then they'll be able to keep doing their thing through postpartum. Nice. Nice. Wonderful. Well, what are, are there any other, again, I'm asking all sorts of loaded questions today, but any other important things that you feel like we haven't touched on about birth that you feel like people should know about? So any important items there that you want to hit on? Yeah, actually, I just did a YouTube video with another doula, Tiffany Muniz, earlier today, and it was about childbirth education and, you know, some of the most important things that a childbirth ed class should touch on. And so that that brings me to it is really important to take a natural childbirth education course unless you have grown up around birth, which pretty much no one in our culture has. Um, that used to be a part of our lives, right? Like we used to just all be around it and we knew what to do and we didn't need childbirth education. But now we do because the movies are not cutting it. And <laughs> really, that's not real. Come no, on, surprise! <laughs> um, so, taking a really good natural childbirth ed class. Um, obviously, I offer one, but there are several other amazing ones in the St. Louis area, and you can find them in most areas um, as well. That is that is huge. That is a great starting point for your natural birth. And then being able, like I call it a birth philosophy for a reason. So being able to remain flexible, you know, for the large majority of moms, natural birth is totally safe and achievable and great. But there does come a time and a place where you may decide that that epidural is is worth it. You know, the benefits outweigh the risks or there may be a time and a place where a cesarean is life saving. So it's really important to remember that while you have your philosophy, it's a philosophy because it changes as birth changes. So you have to just release that control, which I know is very hard for many of us, and just allow your birthing to take place in its own perfect way, the way you need it and the way your baby needs it. Nice. Um, nice. Oh, okay. One more thing. <laughs> I really quickly want to talk about how your due date is not a due date. <laughs> 
It is a guest date and it is not a very good guest date. <laughs> it's the day your baby most likely won't be born. Um, and <laughs> most first time moms, when left to go into labor on their own, go past 41 weeks. So if you want to pick a due date to really set your sights on, pick that 42 week date, <laughs> not that 40 week date. So yeah, that that's huge because I think some of us, there are some providers in the area who like to push for a 39 week induction or who, um, who are like, you know, worried about a big baby. So they say you should get induced early, but knowing that your due date is not exact. It can be off, especially ultrasounds can be off later in the game. And then remembering, going back to the big baby thing, that we rarely grow babies we can't birth, especially when we've prepared our bodies properly ahead of time. Yes. So true. So true. That's so awesome. Well, Rachel, this is all wonderful information. So if people want to follow up with you and have mm -hmm. other questions for you, um, or want to talk more with you, how, what are the best ways for them to get in touch with you? And I have a corresponding YouTube channel, but then um, through either probably Facebook, the uh, at the natural birth site is a great way to get a hold of me or at Rachel Mans doula. Either one is fine. I'll respond to both. So <laughs> wonderful. Well, I love your comment on the birth philosophy because I've definitely I've, I've talked with patients that I was like, it's OK to have plan A. Just mm -hmm. also have plan B, C, D, E, F right. place as well. Right. <laughs> like which is, be ready. Which is where, <laughs> absolutely. Which is where educating on things you don't even plan on using, like the mm -hmm. education comes in. So when it does change, you're mm -hmm. educated and you know, you, you can be more familiar with what's going on, which is part of how we prevent or help to reduce birth trauma and things like that. Wonderful. Yes. So, well, Thank you again for joining me today to talk yeah. about natural birth options. I'm so glad that we got the chance to. Me and too. Feel you. free to like my pages too. Yes. The natural birth site on Instagram and Facebook mm -hmm. and Rachel Mansdula. So she's been sharing lots of good information. And thank so you. we want to help her keep doing that. But that's all we got today. So again, that's Rachel, good. thank you so much. And yeah. till next time, guys, we'll see you yeah. later. Thanks for having me. Bye, guys. Yeah. Hi, Rachel Manns again. If you want to learn more, please subscribe to this podcast and head over to my site, thenaturalbirthsite.com to check out my blog, shop, email list, and YouTube channel. Thanks. Hi, Rachel Manns again. If you want to learn more, please subscribe to and rate this podcast and head over to thenaturalbirthsite.com to check out our online natural birth education course, birth story blog, YouTube channel, and more.